It's BB Chatter Live. Welcome, everybody. It's me, Keith, and my partner in crime, Finley. Kathy, unfortunately, works for a living. Can't be here tonight. We're really missing her, but I know it's important. And so we will carry on. How are you tonight, Finley? I am, uh, I got to tell you, I'm hitting early season overload, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Um, I, so far, unfortunately, have just been a TV watcher. I have not had more than seven minutes of the feeds, and that was as I was going to bed last night. Um, wow. We've got a lot that's happened. <laughs> Keith, in just by my math, and correct me if anything's wrong here, but in the last 24 hours, we have learned um, Jonathan may be getting backdoored. The mooch is loose. He is no longer there, and apparently he's gone to some sort of a conference, which leads to its own yeah, questions in and of itself. We've learned that um, Ricky Williams is playing a hell of a uh, manipulative game. Um, yeah. Joey Tabby Lawrence is... One pissed off crazy God. beach. I mean, Tamar and Tammy Candy's is... thing. Uh-huh. It don't stop. No, she it doesn't. She stayed in her jammies all day today and i got news for her she ain't getting candy out at least not this week but yeah like okay to get back to your thing look at the headline here we know that ryan won the hoh we've known that for a while now right and then smoochie and jonathan is who had to be nominated and tom who didn't have to be nominated end up on the block and there's you know, no real good reasons for that, especially Tom. So I don't get it. But now we know, like you say, Smoochie Boochies is off to Davos, the international conference of billionaire capitalists, people ruling the world, laughing their way through the meetings. And I believe... Um, Prince William, future king of England, was there to talk about climate change with somebody else who was way into that and all this kind of stuff. And, and there's the smooch giving an interview and saying, yes, it's very blah, 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 blah. And this happened Monday, as far as we can tell. He was gone when the feeds went on, on last night. Yeah, And but everybody to, was already used to it. To that point, though, they still don't know what happened. Is that correct? From what I've heard, they don't know. They don't. And what they thought was, well, okay, I did hear this. And in some sense, they heard that he did something and he's not going to be back. Okay. okay. It's like, we, they know that. But because of the clusterfuck the production is facing right now they left his picture in color until the second veto meeting which happened today okay ricky won the first veto meeting right which we saw tonight on the tv show so tonight catches us up to sometime on monday yeah okay roll it back smooch walks in order to preserve game integrity which is totally a made up concept 
They put, they sold Ryan. Okay, there's already three nominations. Smooch is gone. Now make another nomination. And he put Candy on the block. And I am always, every time I hear her name, I'm like that old, what was it, 80s? Late 70s, early 80s. I want candy. See, I thought you were going to go Candy Girl. No, that was much later. Yeah, Candy. <laughs> I want candy is is like a thirteen a year old. Times. Yeah, the original was by a thirteen year old punk rock singer um, who never had another hit. Uh, never heard of her again. And as I recall, it was about seventy eight, seventy nine. So, anyways, Candy can't leave until we get the promotional video on big brother for all of her sex toys that has to happen it's just it isn't right if she leaves before that happens so okay so i'm gonna ask i'm gonna ask you a question right now before you go further because this actually ties into what we know kind of has happened later and this is for the benefit of those of you who don't have the feeds or haven't been able to watch the feeds i'm asking this for you from what i understand what we've learned about the second veto competition is that it was actually a uh, a themed around the mooch, right? You know, I didn't hear the specifics of what happened in that second veto competition. Um, somewhere in the midst of my day, I have to do things like cook food, eat, take a shower, and I don't know. But I okay. do know that Cato that won it. Okay, and and it could have been picking numbers out of a hat, right? As far as I know, and you're probably right. You probably have heard more than I on Twitter or some other source. But the bottom line is, is he wanted, and with Jonathan and Candy and Tom on the block. And the expectation that Cato was going to use it, there was all this freaking drama. Because as it was shown on the show tonight, there's all this bullshit between Ryan, the King Dumbo, and Mm -hmm. Lolo, Mm -hmm. the Queen Dumbo. And one thing I've learned is that you have Olympic athletes and got to be really hard to get them to learn their lines for those interviews with NBC sportscasters because these two people you know using the old English thing where thick means stupid they're both thick as a brick okay they're fucking and so with all this drama of Ryan trying to get Eva Marie or Lolo to feel good about going up. They refused to fall into his trap. They did not do what Rachel did in BB20. And instead, they are both fucking pissed as hell about him. For even, like, trying to play this game of, well, one of the girls has got to go up. Tom's down, one of the girls going up. They wouldn't bite. And finally got Ron, 
Ryan goes to Joey this afternoon. And I can't believe my eyes and ears. I'm sitting there watching the feeds. <laughs> and Ryan's go, you wouldn't mind, would you? Because, you know, the girls are being really weird about it. And I, I got to nominate somebody. Hey, this is the fifth person going up oh. for the first HOH. So, you know, if you had Ryan on your Celebrity Big Brother USA Season 2 team of Fantasy Big Brother, you are so fucked. I mean, forget it. And and God bless him. It's it's not for lack of trying. I mean, he is trying to play this game, and I give him credit for that, but he is so not smart at this kind of stuff. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't understand anything about the game. Half yeah. the people on this show don't understand anything about the game, and that's a problem, okay? Well, you know, the bigger problem is that the one person that seems to actually understand a lot about the game, she's going crazy with uh, with this made-up beef that she's got with Candy. Oh, it's not made up. Oh, no, I know it's, it's not real. made up, but it's... it's, it's is based on nothing. I will agree with you in right. that sense. You're right. Absolutely correct. The woman is unhinged. And I would say worse things about her, but she doesn't seem really despicable in any way. But she's nuts, okay? You diss me. You diss me. I mean, and she's all dead. I forget about it. I forget about it. I mean, Tammy, get real. You're there to either promote something or win the money. And since you're not doing well at all on the promotion aspects, you better be trying to win the money. And if you are, why shoot yourself in the foot by letting other people know what you think about them? I mean, oh isn't that like the biggest mistake in Big Brother is telling somebody the truth? You are absolutely right about that. Uh, she is, if 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 she could take, we see this in like All Star or, or returnees all the time that maybe have a beef with somebody. If you can push that aside and put yourself in a position where you're realizing for the betterment of your game. You can, you know, get past this stuff. We've seen the people who have been most successful with that win this damn thing. And then we see the people who can't do it too well completely fuck up. And that's her. I don't I don't know that she's going to last too long just because she's making people, you know, people are realizing Extremely uncomfortable. Oh, God, yes. God, yes. And, then and this have... is Ricky's program. Ricky's program is <laughs> bring the stress make everybody else stress out and I can chill and win the money. And he wants the money. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. I I have to wonder, you know, Ricky's statement about that today and, and you clearly seem to think he's doing it. So I have to wonder how much actual manipulation is he doing? And because if he's doing it, it's pretty damn effective at this point. 
I'm really impressed with the level of paranoia that we're seeing in the house. And, and we're seeing it from people that I didn't expect. But to be fair, we're also seeing some really dumbass things happen. And I'm sorry. I know, I know you're a fan of Purple Brain. But dear God, that was a dumbass <laughs> thing she did tonight. For those yeah. of you who haven't seen the episode yet, or 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 not, uh, Eva, Natalie, Eva walks into a room with Lolo and starts saying, "Hey, final two. We need to come up with a name." Lolo's eyes get bigger than saucers, and she's like, "Stop it! Shut up!" Because right there is Tamar laying down, and sure enough doesn't quite tear into her but doesn't let it go either she's like oh okay oh, no. so final two huh yeah, final two, yeah i didn't know there was final two mm-hmm. yeah, i oh, thought we were God, a team that was hilarious and tammy is like first of all let's be real i'll say her name once tamar little tay tay okay. otherwise known as tammy okay kathy can say her name correctly once on friday assuming she gets off from work in time to be on the podcast which i think will happen so yeah purple brain is back to being purple rain and she's sick they've been giving her antibiotics for at least a day it's not helping no kidding yep so there's that and okay um you know, it's just like, you know, I mean, when I use the word clusterfuck, I'm talking about everybody. It's not yes. like just one person is screwing up. The only person who seems to not be screwing up is uh, Ricky. When we think about Jonathan, he's running around trying to lick Ryan's butt, not realizing that Ryan has no votes. He's thinking, Can I jump in Ryan, we're a team. Yeah. Yeah, so Jonathan so far is proudly earning the Shannon Elizabeth Over Players Award. Shannon yes. like went nuts last year and overplayed her hand. That's Jonathan this season. And mm-hmm. while I do think Ricky's playing well, I'm going to give you another name for somebody who's playing really well right now. And that would be one professional house guest, Cato Kalen. Kato's well, not on anybody's radar. Here's the thing. Kato is the person who took Tom down. So he's got a little bit of target for that. But Kato's ability to think strategically is mm-hmm. just not there. Okay. There was a whole big thing this afternoon before, you know, when everybody was talking about who are we going to vote out? What are we going to do? As soon as the word came back that Ryan was going to nominate Joey, then Lolo and Eva wanted to get Joey out. But Ricky was like, why would we do that? We need to get Jonathan out. Jonathan's, you know, he's competitive. Uh, he, and, he and Ryan won that first comp. And we decided already that we're getting Jonathan out, so why are we changing things now? And nobody had a good answer for that. The girls were like, but but we have a chance to get Joey now. And he's like, well, is Joey really a threat in this game? 
segue to several times during the day, Joey's inability to save water, even though Los Angeles is not under extreme drought conditions right now. You know, they stole all this water from the Sierras. They can piss plenty of it down the drain. And Joey likes to take three-hour showers. Just think oh, Gilligan's shit. Island theme, a three-hour shower, a three-hour shower. Dad, he's making, I think, from my perspective, he's making everyone else uncomfortable because in some really deep existential way, he's really uncomfortable. Okay? He doesn't know the game. He doesn't want to be there. He's doing it because somebody told him he has to. And face it, you know? All these people are either wanting to win the money or pimping their YouTubes or pimping their website or waiting for their turn to pimp their sex toys or Tom is really straightforward when he's talking to uh, Kano about it. He's, we're not really here to win. I just want people to know that I'm touring so they can buy tickets. And Kato's like, yeah, I don't care. And, and when you talk about Kato having no strategy, it's beyond no strategy. You know, what was that thing? The Seinfeld show. What happens on Seinfeld this week? Nothing. What's the episode about? Nothing. But you're going to laugh for a half hour. And so many people are going to watch it do nothing that after five years or seven years or whatever it was, everybody was like, I got to see the finale. Dude, I watched 10 minutes of the finale, having never seen a single episode, and went, this is a bunch of nothing. Fuck this. And turn it off. So when you say Cato is in great shape, actually, you're right. Although taking Tom off the block didn't make Ryan or Jonathan happy, especially Ryan. And, you know, I think I started to say Jonathan's nose is so far up Ryan's butt that, you know, it, it should have been up Cato's butt and it should have been up Ricky's butt. And Ricky straight up said it. Nobody even damn asked me to get them off. You know, huh? the other thing about Jonathan, he's making a real big strategic mistake in, and there's really no other way to put this, dude broing it up with Ryan. Because, number one, it comes across as a little bit of a kiss-ass thing. D number two, he's, like you're talking about, isolating himself from the people he needs to stay in touch with. And when he does try to go reach out to them, it looks awkward. He does these pop-ins um, that yeah, just don't necessarily come across too well. No, it's totally fake, over-the-top, bad acting. There's a reason why this kid hasn't had a role since Mean Girls 20 years ago. Was it more than 20 years ago? I forget. I, I know my know. kids watched it when they were still living at home. And that's a good 15 years ago or more. 96, 98? years old. Yeah, about Early 2000s? Damn, now I want to know. 
but oh no no if you if, if it was her it was around 2003 or 4 because it was right when Lindsay Lohan turned 18 yeah see I don't know what that means at all 2004 you're right so in 15 years this guy hasn't had another role has no action going on whatever he does they told us about it on the intro on Monday and I forget okay I know that Joey is and I know that Ricky is and I know that Tom is my dick is in my face my dick is in my face and um, Smoochie well we won't say a word about him because he's gone now Uh, Candy hey I wouldn't have known Tamar I wouldn't have known for this we can thank Kathy and her expertise in all things Bravo Um, but you know, I mean, where we're at is, okay, segue. Her name is Natalie Eva Marie, because when she went to buy a website, Natalie Eva Marie was available. And she and her husband have a YouTube channel. It's some kind of salty time. Natalie Eva Marie Salty Time and I watched at least three minutes of episode that was talking about her husband having an issue with her making out with a girl if she got a same sex part in a movie or a show like okay you're gonna go and get down with a girl something's not right and she's like it's a role so they have this little back and forth thing. And if you want to know how that one comes out, go watch it, man. I couldn't take it. It was like, hmm. the guy's got some shitty look on his face. She's like, just kind of bopping around. Natalie, even Marie is 35 or 34. I think she's 34, but almost 35. She did the wrestling thing as an actress, and she didn't actually have the athleticism as it relates to wrestling to actually wrestle. She went around slapping people and shit and her physical, which is pretty incredible. Actually, I think it comes from soccer or some other sport that she was really, really into. I forget, but I think soccer anyway, she had a a long career of at least five years and some kind of sport that she didn't ever get to go to the Olympics for. And then she did acting parts. And, you know, she's cute, she's smart, she can deliver lines. As long as she doesn't forget that Tamar is in the room. So uh. that's why Eva, I prefer to think of her as Eva, is Natalie Eva Marie. Having said all that, I never have to say it again all season long, which is only two weeks. Or is it three? Fuck me. So Three weeks. Three weeks from tonight is the finale, if I'm not mistaken. So, indeed, everybody has fucked themselves. Everybody is, you know, thinking they know what's going on, and nobody knows what's going on, except maybe Ricky and Tom. And Cato doesn't know, but he doesn't care, and he's not trying to care. Because he couldn't if he wanted to, because he can't remember his name. 
You know, I will say this though. You're you're right in that nobody seems to be playing the game especially too incredibly well yet. Yet. And there's a couple of people that are doing okay, but nobody's playing you know, masterfully or anything like that. And I wouldn't expect that. But damn is it entertaining to watch so far. Sometimes mm-hmm. a clusterfuck can be more entertaining than anything. And they, these three episodes that they've aired on TV so far, they've actually been really fun to watch. So I'm, I'm giving them credits for that right now. Yeah. You the, got a good start. You know, you, you cannot deny that. Although their script for the season is in the toilet. And how they're going to pull out of it, God only knows. I mean, if you were the producer of this show, God forbid, you ain't getting no sleep right now at all. They had to use a competition that they didn't expect to use already, and now they have to replace it later in the season because they already used it because they had to do two veto comps. That's the least of their problems. The next problem is Tamar wants to walk, and that's on top of Suji already walked. So, you know, in terms of Ricky being the steady course, chill out, hey, you know, we said we we're going to get Jonathan. We got to get Jonathan. But, but Ricky, we could get Joey. We said we were going to get Jonathan. We got to get Jonathan. Tamar goes, I ain't getting no Jonathan. I get that. Fucking bitch. Goddamn candy got to go. Nobody's voting candy out except for Tammy. Um, and all this shit goes around. Tom is probably in second place. And since her big boo-boo, Purple Rain is now not in the top three at all. I really have to, you know, your point about Cato is really on point. I mean, it's true. He's in a great spot to go to the end. Whether he maintains that spot depends on how lucky he is. But he's chilling. Ricky's chilling. Tom just wants to sell tickets. That's what he says. But you know he wants the money, too. Everybody else is flailing. He says that, but look at him in the DR. Number one, I'm, I'm convinced Tom Green in the diary room is the combination we've been missing all these years. I am enjoying the hell out of him in the diary room so far. Just because there seems to be zero fucks given. And so he's he's not there to do their script. You know, he'll he'll do a line or something like that and that's fine. And and he'll make a joke as I would expect a comedian to be able to do. But nothing made me laugh more tonight than him sitting there going, I have a beer, by the way, and he just starts drinking his beer in the diary room. No fucks given. Yeah, well that's that's the man. He didn't care about anything, you know, when he had a career. And he doesn't care about anything now. And the only thing is, in his favor, that um, his ability to put butts in seats seems to have a longer shelf life than Andrew Dice Clay. Another. Yeah, although no Dice is a way given. better actor. Well. It depends on what your definition of actor is, because how many Hollywood roles has he had where he didn't play the same character? Well, he, Don't answer he that. actually just had one in uh, 
<laughs> Are you, you knew kidding I could me? answer it. That's the thing. You knew I could answer that. All right, we'll move on. Um, I know. Go right, ahead and so say the name of the movie. But oh, Star is Born. He, oh, he was in that. Okay, I haven't seen it. He did not have plays, any um, idea he was in it. He plays Gaga's father, and he got huge positive reviews for that. I'll be damned, but he did not get mm-hmm. an Oscar nomination. Poor guy. There was, but there that's was because everybody hates him. Hey, I don't want to start talking yeah. about the Oscars, but no, no. I ain't seen none of those movies, and I ain't gonna. So there you go. Um, but I will see a Star is Born when it's at that $3 theater on the other end of town from the $15 theater. That should there be soon. Go. All right, so you kind of have your top three that you're thinking right now. And, and mm-hmm. refresh my memory, who you said your kind of top three are. Number one to three. Number one, Ricky. Number two, Tom. Number three, Cato. I I don't think I can disagree too much with what you're te- what you're saying, uh, except for the order. Um, yeah, I'm easy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think the top three are those three guys right now. Right now, and and folks, that's no, going no. to change. Let's, so quickly. Let's be let's be real. That was the top three as of Monday, or sometime Tuesday, before the feeds came on. Okay, because we get enough feeds, but we don't really get enough to know what the hell is going on. We know that the buzzword that's been kicked around especially by Tom and Cato, is all the athletes must go first. Because if they are still there, they will beat us towards the end, and we'll go home instead of them. So the get out the heavy hitters first is on the tips of especially Tom's tongue. And weakening Ryan by getting out Jonathan is what Ricky wants to do. And Ricky won a veto. That put a target on him. But you see, the people whose names are not really in play right now are Candy, Tamar, Lolo, um, Eva. They're just Well, like, Lolo, mm-hmm. Lolo was being looked at tonight. She was being looked at tonight. They were talking about putting her up if Ricky used the veto. Well, yeah, because... And this is the really twisted part. The Boys Alliance is using the old canard Girls Alliance. Lolo's Mm -hmm. in the Girls Alliance. We got to get rid of Lolo. And you saw that Lolo had an All-Olympics deal with Ryan. Only Ryan ain't playing the game. He's like, well, I forgot about that. Or... I never okay. said that. So speaking of Lolo, I'll ask you about this because I want to get your opinion on this too. I think that she way, way overplayed and overreacted uh, to, in tonight's episode to some of the stuff that was going on. She's doing the same thing on the feeds. Yeah, same thing on the feeds. She? Yeah, she's toast. In that context, 
Ricky's stir of the pot has got her freaking out. The only Eva freak out was over something she did really stupid, which we saw. You know, the, the Tamar reveal of the final two. Um, other than that, she's really stayed really chill. When they were sniffing around, getting her to try to say, oh, I don't mind if you nominate me, she kept her damn mouth shut. Lolo freaked out all over the place. They're trying to nominate mm-hmm. me. This ain't right. This ain't right. I ain't doing what I do, what I do, what I do. And, just, eh. and you know. What did she do? She's an Olympian star athlete who's been able to go to two, two sports. different sports. Yeah, in two That's freaking sports. Did. Yep. And you're smarter than dumbass in the HOH. Not not by much. Really not by it's much. A scale it's just thing, yeah. Well, let's put it this way. Way down at the bottom of the pile is Ryan. Right next to Ryan is Tamar. Although she's not quite that stupid, but she's screwing up so badly emotionally that her emotional incompetence is causing her to do all kinds of wrong and stupid things. And right after that comes Lolo. Lolo is the third stupidest person in the house. Now, (laughs) she's tied with Cato, but Cato has a certain zen to his thing, you know? I mean... He's able to (laughs) stay a lot calmer than she is, yes. The thing about Cato is he's already had LAPD up his ass for like three days straight. His couch surfing roommate, he as the couch surfer, roommate as in, you know, crazed, psycho, mindless, whatever that he really did do, um, did all this shit. And he had to testify without getting any on him, which... I gotta say, I always wondered, but the longer that I've seen Cato do his thing, I think he was freaking clueless, and the only thing he knew was the cops are banging on his door, and he's up against the wall, and what the fuck is going on? That's Cato. So, you know, after that, you get degrees, he's smarter, Joey's a little smarter, but he hates being on the show, he'd rather be in the shower and jacking off. But it's so obvious. He doesn't even want to say, whoa, anymore. And, you know, you, you climb uphill from there. And, and the other problem is there's not that many people on the show. Okay? We're already running out. And thank God there's only three weeks to it. So I'm going to ask you one more question uh, before. Um, yeah, I like said. Wrapping this up. Yeah, we've said enough, mostly. Yeah. This is the one thing that has been kind of put out there as a possibility, and I want to get your opinion on this, because I have an opinion on it as well. The opinion on this, or the theory about this, is that we have always been one person more this year than we were last year. And the question is whether or not that was intended to be the way it was for the rest of the season. And the idea was that Scaramucci was there as a plant, that he was put in there, meant to leave early so that they could have this competition with him being part of it. 
And if he's got this Davos thing that he's gone to now, you know, you don't put that some, well, I guess if you're $50 million, you put it together as fast as you want to. But no, that was my, that was my response to timeline work. That was my response to your question immediately. No, dude, you do not get the, the Shea party room in Davos, much less the last minute airline tickets, although that's easier to pull off. But the room, unless some moron gave him the room because they weren't going to go after all, maybe that's how we got it. I don't know. But yes, everything I know to this point tells me that he was paid for a basically one week appearance that involved one day of actually, well, I'll take it back. Was he ever on the feeds? No, he wasn't. So it was a one-day appearance, basically, on the show. He was on again today. He was on yesterday. So he got three paid appearances on a TV show with zero appearances on the live feeds, which is a blessing, which he can, he's smart enough to negotiate for that. Okay, I'll yeah. show up, but I won't be on the feeds. And I'm leaving right before they turn on. And would, would he do it? Sure, why not? Another $20,000, $50,000, whatever it is, for a week. And he's not exactly overemployed, except for managing his investments. And would that allow him to book a room in Davos and, and have an airline ticket lined up so he could go straight to the airport? Because it's pretty clear that's what he did. So I have to say, yeah, a total fake house guest. Completely fake. Well, the other thing about this, too, and to kind of go along with it, if you think about it, him not being on the feeds makes total sense. Because if he is running a business, you know, on the financial market, what kind of risk would you want to put yourself in to do something or say something stupid to put your financial stake at risk? I think I think you're right. I think he I think the plan was always to have him off the air before the feeds aired. Yeah. More power to him. Hey, you know, it got me concerned enough that I would have to be talking about him on the feeds that I was like, oh no, this would have been a great cast without him. And even though it's a clusterfuck, I still agree and stand by those words that now that he's gone, what we got here is one big pile of big brother bullshit. And it's mostly funny in a twisted black humor sort of way that you have 11 people on a show labeled celebrity, none of whom could represent themselves as a celebrity, as in, like, in the 1930s, you were a celebrity when you got in the movie magazines. That lasted all the way until the 50s. In the 60s, you were in stuff. And by the 70s, you could be famous and a celebrity for being on TV which was harder in the 60s, at least harder. So now in the zero zeros, you're a celebrity for what? Okay. I mean, 
a monster rock star, a monster movie star, Jennifer Lawrence, Lady Gaga, you know, run down the list. Um, you can be a pretty big star on Saturday Night Live, and none of these people have done Saturday Night Live, except for maybe Tom did 20 years ago. I don't know. So, somebody asked, though, the other day, how come you're dissing all these people? And I'm like, well, you know, the position that they find themselves in is absurd. Celebrity Big Brother is the theater of the absurd. And in that context, they're right up there with the classic absurdists of the early 20th century. Da 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 and Jean Denui, and, you know, even um, Salvador Dali, in a sense. It's surreal. We're being told it really is. to supply, you know, apply ourselves to this as if it was something real. And it's something different from 14 dumbasses that they got off the street, which is personally way more fun for me than this but at the same time the part of me that likes twisted humor is i mean i'm getting shitloads of it it's like what are they gonna do next it's like you know i liked howard stern for about six months until his act got predictable and boring but it's the same line now that Tune in because they hate it, but they want to see what he's going to do next. That's it. That's why we're here, boys and girls. And having said that, indeed, I'm anything else on your plate, but that's the end of mine. My throat is messed up. My sinuses are messed up. You can hear me. My apologies. I'm going to have a better microphone on Friday night because um, then my... A long story I don't want to say about it. Well, let's just simply, my promise to you is Friday night I will be here with a much better microphone and hopefully a throat that doesn't sound like that kid Froggy on the Little Rascals because that's what I got going tonight. But it was fun. Well, and Finland, I was digging it. It was very fun. It's very fun tonight, and I'll tell you what, we're having a blast with it. Um, I, I did not expect to be enjoying a celebrity edition of this as much as I am so far. I'm going to be honest with you on that, Keith. Um, yeah. It did not me impress too. me last year, but I am really enjoying the hell out of it so far this season. And uh, we're, we don't, we're doing this three times a week right now. Um, mm-hmm. We're talking about this between me, Keith, and Kathy. Uh, you're going to get at least two of us whenever we do these shows. And if you want to learn the schedule for this, you can go to bbchatter.com. You'll also be able to follow BB Chatter on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter. You can, you'll get updates on when we're about to do a show. Uh, We put stuff out there for that. So, you know, it's, it's something fun to follow and go ahead. Let me, let me do a commercial here. Okay. Because I just realized I haven't done the commercial. We have, a commercial, and here it is. BB Chatter is a production of bbchatter.com and me and Finley and Kathy. BB Chatter Live. Hey, nobody writes a script for this shit. We'd have to fire the person that wrote the script. The people that pay for it 
and allow us to produce this are the BB Chatter VIPs who actually support the boards, both of them, this show, and all the other things we do by their donations. You can go to bbchatter.com, click the Become a VIP, what is it, PayPal this time. We're using PayPal. So you click the PayPal button and send us some money. And then you can get into the VIP room and, you know, we sit around and talk about our families and whatever else is going on and make jokes and nobody can ever see it except for other VIPs. The podcast schedule supported by the BB Chatter VIPs goes like this. Friday, there will be an episode on TV. We will follow it immediately within five minutes. Sunday, there will be an episode on TV, but it's Sunday night, and we ain't doing that. Uh, next Monday, next Wednesday, and next Saturday, not Friday, Saturday, we're doing podcasts. Sunday is the Super Bowl. There's going to be a late night TV episode. They're going to do the Super Bowl, then they're going to do some show they're promoting, then they're going to do... Um, Celebrity Big Brother as the closer for that Sunday night. We ain't doing no podcast at midnight on Sunday night. Forget about it. The following week, we got a Monday and a Thursday. Friday remains unknown. Maybe, maybe not. It's a two-hour show. We don't know what's happening, and we can't make any promises. Monday, February 11th, and Wednesday, February 13th, are the last two shows of the season. There's most likely going to be a podcast after both of those episodes. I would be willing to bet a whole dollar on it. So all of those podcasts, same thing, Mixler.com slash BB Chatter. You can go there and see if we're on right after the show airs on the East Coast because we watch TV on Canada TV. And we watch it when the East Coast is broadcasting. And all you West Coast people, you can tune in if you get Roku and Canada TV. Or you can listen to us talk about it an hour or two hours before your version starts, which is the same stupid episode that we already saw. Bottom line is, we're here. The VIPs pay for it. We're very grateful. Thank you, VIPs. And thank you, Finley, and thank you, Kathy. Well, you're very welcome. And, um, you know, with with that VIP uh, stuff that they bring, we're, we're doing more stuff. We've got more stuff coming down the pipe, and you're going to – I think you're going to like it, folks. With that being said, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We'll be back on Friday night. Keith, thank you very much. Hey, you're welcome, and it's a pleasure, and I will say that – whether you like it or not, fans, we're going to do it anyway. Ciao, babies. Yep. Yeah, have a good night, folks. We're out.